Chisso there. Opens up. He shoots. Score! William Carlson tipped it home. 3-0 Golden Knights. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Ducks back in. Vitrano put it on goal. Save Thompson. He sprawls and gets the rebound too. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Ballard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas. Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Ballard. Chris Chapman, live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215. Home of the... Wow, that was impressive. How how good is that? Coming out with a woo right off the bat with all kinds of enthusiasm. I just want to let you guys know that people are driving around. They're finishing up their holiday shopping uh, right now, getting set... uh, for what hopefully will be a nice and uh, safe uh, few days. And this time of the year can get a little stressful if you're doing those uh, last-minute errands. We're with you, all right? Mm-hmm. Keep it on this channel. You pop into a store, you come out, we'll still be here with you. We feel your pain when you're hunting for the the parking spot. People are a little bit uh, afraid uh, with their nerves right now. We're with you to get you through the next couple of days leading into the uh, three-day break in the National Hockey League. Yeah, we are. I, and, and truly, honestly, I, I, I feel the pain. I, I had to go into a store yesterday to get a gift card, and uh, that was the longest hour and 20 minutes I spent uh, Christmas shopping, for sure. An hour and 20 minutes to buy a gift card? Yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous. What there was a line to- just to get into the store. Like, I'm not going to name the store, but, like, I went to the mall. There was a line outside the door just to go into the store, and then there was a line inside the store to pay for the thing you were trying to buy. And all you wanted was a gift card. You couldn't get that online? Well, I could have, but I didn't get it early enough. So, like, it had to be here, obviously. Oh, so it had to be delivered. Had to get it in store. Yeah. What it, it wow. sounds like they had to go back and mold the plastic and and paint no, 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 the no, picture no. on it. No, that that was easy. It was just the it was the line. That, yeah, that took it was the line. The time yeah, for yeah, it was the line. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah. Jeez, were they at least playing Christmas music while you were waiting in line at the store? Chapman, can I can I ask you a question? Ask you a very good question <laughs> oh, right boy. now. I'm going to phrase <laughs> this uh, and I'm going to ask it in a very diplomatic way. Oh no! Do you listen at all when we talk? Yeah. <laughs> like when we're having a conversation, do you listen at all at any point? Yeah. Because I fully comprehended Ryan's story there. Mm-hmm. And then you turned it into them making him wait while they manufactured the <laughs> gift card. Yeah, well, I mean that unfortunately my 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 timing was off. It should have probably asked that like as soon as he said he waited an hour and 25 minutes in line. I think you're still confused as to what happened with no, the story. I, I, I'm well aware what happened. It's just my my, my timing was off. Ryan, with, with... are you with me on this? It sounds like he's still a little bit yeah, off the mark. I think I think there's something lost in translation a bit yeah, there. This this no, is you, a mommy you, kissing Santa Claus type moment that to, we're having to, right now. First of all, I I don't even know what stores make you wait before you go in. Like it's not Black Friday because they're jammed. Yeah, it's busy. Like yes. incredibly busy. I went to downtown Summerlin this morning. I was fine. I didn't have to wait to get in any stores. What? Like, stuff happens outside of your sphere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Believe I mean, it or not. I, listen. Outside of the Chapman orbit, 
the there the, is a whole world out there. Yeah, well, it revolves around me. I mean, that's Ryan. You tell me all the time. I yep. do it to myself, and I just <laughs> do it to myself uh, again. Hey, oh, we got a great show for you, John Shannon, our good buddy, the former mm-hmm. executive producer of Hockey Night in Canada. And the author of uh, What Doesn't Kill You Makes You Stronger or something like that. Uh, we'll get the book title uh, proper. But it, 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 the book title is actually Evolve or Die. But yeah. every time I say Way that, off there. I, I feel like like just like a grim reaper or like sure. dude, how, how yeah. bad can it be? But it's an awesome book. Uh, I haven't had, I've had a chance to go through it. I'm going to get you guys a, uh, a copy of it well as well, because there's just so many stories uh, through the book, but uh, the former executive producer of Height Night in Canada, uh, we bounce things off him uh, every Thursday and he's going to pop by on the program. We've got our game ratings from last night. And if there was three DeLoreans from the three, two loss against the Buffalo Sabres, on Monday, I can't wait for the rollout of the evaluation from last night and the uh, convincing victory over the Arizona Coyotes. And we've got some news and notes uh, in one-timers uh, from around the National Hockey League. Of course, that storm, that uh, snow cyclone bomb is going across the continent right now. Mm-hmm. And they're getting uh, hammered in Vancouver and the Pacific Northwest in Seattle. Uh, all the way across uh, games canceled in Detroit and Buffalo, and uh, there there may be more. And uh, we wish everybody uh, safe travels there. And, and the reason why they're they're canceling a lot of these games is they don't want people on the roads. It's not that the, mm-hmm. the teams can't get there. Uh, right. Everybody can get to the rink, but they just want to make sure that uh, that the uh, safety of the fans is is taken care of. So uh we're tracking uh what's going to happen on the final 2 days uh leading up to the to the holiday break. Yeah, and you know it, you kind of look at it and and as you mentioned it's it's about fan safety, it's about making sure that everyone's able to get to and from a game safely. Um and that's really all that matters this time of year or really any time. So um you know, if you get make up a game later on in the year when the weather's a little bit better, so be it. There is a part of me that sits back because I've lived it from Manitoba uh-huh. to Toronto to Prince Edward Island. I've sure. lived winter storms. And there is a significant part of me that sits back and goes, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's there. I, I don't want anybody <laughs> ill will, but, but I do enjoy talking about winter storms. <laughs> And not sure. having to be anywhere near winter storms and no uh, travel plans coming up that's going to take me up north. And just, just to be able to soak it all in uh, here mm-hmm. in, in Vegas is really nice. I'll be honest, just once in my life I'd like a white Christmas. But outside of that, I don't think I, 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 don't think I ever like need to wade too deeply into a winter storm. If you want a white Christmas, go to Montana. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, okay. Otherwise, live with it, because um, <laughs> most people they, they don't do much around the white Christmas either. They just stick inside and they complain about how cold it is uh, out, uh. outside. Uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna like embrace the white Christmas, then go someplace where mm-hmm. you can ski or you can toboggan, uh, go sliding, Lake Tahoe. Uh, go skidooing, uh, yeah, anywhere like that. But uh, but if you're just going to sit there and uh, and say you want to have a white Christmas for the sake of having a white Christmas, uh, I'm here to tell you, it's not worth it. it it's, no? It, no. 
No, it sounds romantic. Yeah, it's it's not that romantic. Yeah, Ryan, and I'm just going to give you, you don't want to go to Montana right now because it's minus 23 in Helena. Well, you, well you don't have to go. I understand Darren's, Darren's game here. Get the uh, get the California boy into minus twenty eight degrees. <laughs> I didn't know it was that cold. Yeah, that's. You know, I my I I have not had too much experience with it myself, despite growing up on the in the Northeast. But when I went to Winnipeg, they showed the video before the Jets. It was up in the press box of some of the the winters in in Manitoba, and I guess that's why they called well, True hold North. On, hold on. <laughs> yes. You make it sound like it was a, a vignette of let's think back because the the playoffs uh, were when you were there. Yeah, yeah, but springtime. No, and it was and, beautiful. And everybody, nobody wants to think about the winter coming out of out of the winter in Winnipeg. So it must have been some kind of uh, pump up video. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that was on. It, it was. You, you, but you make it sound like it's some vignette. Like let's well, remember well, the mean, winter. They, they they showed the buses being snowed in well, and yeah. not being able to go anywhere, and like three feet of snow and the wind blowing at forty miles an hour. And there was one wind. Easter. There was one Easter where I flew. I came home from Vancouver uh, after spring break or, or March break. Uh, so it was April or around there uh, in mm-hmm. the Easter time period, and my plane landed. And it mm-hmm. was hitting serious snow. They couldn't get the luggage off the plane because it was too <laughs> snowy. And wow. they, they didn't get the luggage off the off the plane for three days. Wow. Uh, really? It was, it was that, like, the, the airport closed. We must have been the last flight getting in. And uh, This is April? And, and, and Yes. Yes. Easter. <laughs> yes. Oh. That's the most amazing part. Easter. So you so forgive me if if I'm not buying into your romantic white Christmas. I've never had one. That's all I want. One time. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't. I don't want it twice. Oh. And, then, and then there's good places to go where you can have the white Christmas, but you don't have to mm-hmm. freeze, freeze, freeze. Uh, sure. There's uh, yeah. certain ski resorts where where you can uh, have a, a wonderful time, but you don't have to put 19 layers on. Uh, I I wear my winter jacket right now because I find it a little chilly um, in the valley lately. I know it's supposed to warm up uh, here in the next couple of days, but uh, I'm not one that likes being cold. I dress, mm-hmm. uh, maybe overdress for it. Uh, you've seen me at the at the rink when we do the pregame shows. I, I have uh, at yep. T-Mobile. Uh, I wear my my bigger jacket because we're sitting there for a couple hours, and then I do the TV side, so I put it over the uh, the the suit. Uh, the idea of going somewhere. And being mm. uh, frozen uh, to go skiing, uh, no. I'll go. I'll go to Mount Charleston and ski for a day. <clears throat> yeah, that's great. Yep. But I want to yep. be back in in my backyard with no snow by the end of it. Ryan, our our our, our buddy Bruce Cusick, he just sent me a text with a picture of yeah. his driveway from Minnesota, and he says you okay. can gladly go and and shovel the driveway for yeah. him and and get your white Christmas. Oh, I don't want to do any of that. I just <laughs> I just want it to snow. On Christmas Day, one time in my life. That's yeah, all I'm asking. You don't, you like, don't, don't get the full experience. Do you don't get the full experience no, no, no. if you're not out there <laughs> shoveling the driveway. I, listen, Christmas is a day where I do nothing. Christmas is a day where I do not venture outside of my front door. If there were a white Christmas here, I would play with the kids. I would throw snowballs. We would make a snowman. That's really all I'm looking for. It's really all no, I'm looking No, no, no. Hold on. I don't on. want anything else to go along with it. There's issues with that. Two that well, I can think of immediately. That? Two oh, significant on. issues with that. Let's what's start that? with the snowball fight. Yeah, you, yeah, you know yeah. what's going to happen there. Somebody's going to get hit in the face, 
and no. you're going to have crying. And it could be you that gets hit in the face, and then you're going to be pissed off. Uh, no, or no, one no, of the I'm kids is going to take one in the mind, and then they're going to be ticked off. So heaven forbid that happens. The other part is <laughs> the, the, the snowman. Do you know how much snow it takes to do a, a snowman? Like A lot. Yes. So if, yeah. if, if you've got that much snow around here, we're in we're in bad territory. We're not made oh, we for got, this. So we that, got hit. That, we got so hit two those years are two ago. bad ones right off the mm, bat. I don't like it. I still want it one day. One day. Do you think you'd be a good That's snowman? Uh, like, what kind of snowman would you make? Oh, I mean, I I try to like recreate Frosty. You like the me? three, the like three, I, I big big one, middle. Yeah, yeah, head. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I'd get I'd get like a magician's hat for it too, for sure, hundred percent. I call my I, I, my snowman Chapman. That if if I ever build another snowman, its name is Chapman. I sure. am so honored that mm-hmm. you would name him after me. Yep. No, I, I and, it, and it, I think <laughs> it couldn't be more appropriate and more fitting. Happy birthday! When yes. things get hot, he melts. Just get me out of the greenhouse. He, all right? he looks we're, like we're he looks like he's been standing out there for five or six weeks. Hasn't gone inside. That's Chappie. Like, there's a lot of similarities here with, with Chappie, my 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 snowman, uh, Chapman, and the actual thing. <laughs> this is this is a mess. Hey, Chappie, are you a good snowman maker? Would you be a good one? I, I'm, I'm not bad. I I, I do a decent job. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I grew up in the snow. And, uh, Doesn't mean you're a good snowman. No, no, no. But we we had lots of practice. What we would do is we would we would turn them into like uh, pretend football players, and we would throw the football and, and see oh, who could tackle. No, 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 no. Just wow. throw the football and see who could who could make the best pass to the snowman, like almost like a target. <laughs> I don't know what okay. the hell the point of that story was. But <laughs> One of the stupidest things I've ever heard. Oh, it really is. It's not like it's it's not like the snowman was ever going to catch it. No, no, no. But I thought you were talking about like tackling the snowman. That sounds fun. Oh, we've done that like, too. Like go but, and, but. and do a big flying tackle. <laughs> Chapman well, and his friends versus the snowman. Well, we 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 were, we were oh. the type of idiots that we built one at the bottom of the hill once and sledded down the hill and hit the snowman. Like, like on purpose? Yes, like Johnny Knoxville style. You know what, what most people wow. do when they go sledding? They just go down the hill, and yeah, then they well, go back to the top, and they go down the hill. We, they don't we, have a target at the end. We we added the uh, the the death defying tactic at the end there. Like what kind of sled are you on? A toboggan? No, the, the one that had the little red uh, the it, crazy carpets. I don't know. I don't know what they're called. It's just a sled. It's got the little red blades on yeah, the you, bottom. You, and, you live a weird existence. Well, it's just a regular sled. I don't, I don't know. I I don't know the specifics of what it's called. It's you a sled. throw the passes to the snowman yes. just to see if you can mm-hmm. hit it. Yes. <laughs> Not like why not throw it to each other? Well, we did that too, but and then and then dance around the snowman. Yeah, going for the touchdown. <laughs> yeah. Like if you feel good about yourself. If you're, I see if you're by yourself, like yeah. only child syndrome, you're throwing it because because you don't have any friends and you're out there and you're you're playing catch with the snowman. No, I, I that never, I get. I never had but, that problem. But if you have any friends, why not throw it the to idea. each other? No, I mean we we, yeah. we went to all sorts of stuff. You have to understand it's New Jersey. It's boring. No, 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 no. Don't try. Don't try and like make excuses. It's not an excuse. It's it's a fact. No. 
No, I, now I can't get it out of my head that Chapman was throwing the football around with a snowman. <laughs> there's, there's like six guys over yeah. on one side of the sidewalk, <laughs> and they're all throwing it to Frosty. Yeah, right. And, Spoiler alert. And they're they getting sour back. because Frosty can't, can't catch, can't hold on to anything. <laughs> You're out of bounds, Frosty. But they're all sitting there, and, then, and, then, and they only have one football. So every time somebody throws, you have to go and get the football and – and throw it back. And when they throw it back and somebody catches it, the light bulb goes on and goes, well, this seems a lot better. We can just throw it to each other, and we wouldn't have to chase it around. Henry, Eric, I'm sorry that I outed us. Wow. Henry and Eric? Yes, Henry and Eric. What are those two doing now? Uh, Henry is a social worker, and Eric is a uh, painter in Chicago. Mm. Yeah. Now, when he's doing the social work, he's working with, like, Real people, right? Yeah, he's not, yes. He's not doing yes, social work yes, on Frosty. Yes. Was no, 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 yeah. He, he's not. He's he, actually. He, he didn't. He didn't take the playing catch with Frosty <laughs> up another level, no. and he's counseling yeah. snowmen. He he probably ended up the best out of, out of all of us. So, oh nice. <laughs> Although Eric's brother Good is a enough. track coach at Stanford, so maybe he's doing better than all of us too. Frosty, what uh, what's going on? You seem to be sweating a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Do you want to talk about it, Frosty? <laughs> or do you want to go outside and play catch again? I feel more comfortable outside. That actually. that magician was such a jerk too in that in that in that show. No idea what you're talking. I mean, about. all he wanted was his hat back, Chapman. Yeah, but yeah. he was still a jerk. It was a I terrible agree with musician. You, but he wanted his hat back. I mean, it's kind of like all the other reindeer in, in the Rudolph show. They were they were kind of mean and nasty too. You know what'd be cool is yeah. is making a snowman with a with a VGK sweater on, like like really getting it going with a. A sweater, maybe throw a bucket mm. uh, on top. Yeah, because then you don't yeah, have to make gold. the head as head as as intricate. Uh, you don't have to put that the hat on. You can just kind of throw some snow in there and plop it on top. But uh, but a jersey out there, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. which which VGK would uh, would you make a snowman out of right now? Oh, I've I've already got it. It's the it's the reverse retro jersey with a gold bucket for All sure. Right. And which yep. guy? Which player? Is, is oh, your snowman? Come on, that's got to be Mark Stone because I can make it night? expressive. Wow. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Expressive Mark Stone as a snowman. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, polar opposites. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, that, that that is good. Uh, that's that's outstanding. Boy, was he uh, uh, ever good last night? Like thirteen yeah, shot attempts. He had eight mm-hmm. against uh, Buffalo. Eight shot attempts. Last night he had eight shots on goal and thirteen attempts, and it it makes me wonder if he doesn't get a hat trick last night. He's never had a regular season hat trick. If he doesn't get that hat trick last night, when the hell is he going to get this thing? Because I don't <laughs> know whether Mark Stone can play any better than he did last night. Speed, anticipation, skill, determination, uh, grit, and gutsiness. Like, it, it was all there last night. Yeah, I I think I said yesterday on, on the postgame show that that was the best game I've ever seen Mark Stone play. And it, it, it was even before he puts in a power play goal and a shorthanded goal. It was even before the points came. Like, Mark Stone realistically could have had five maybe six goals like and that all would have been in the first and second period he was so dominant in so many different ways so many great chances um you needed a big time performance from somebody and mark stone he he was absolutely fantastic last night the the power move i think when people see that on on 
the video and the pre-scout, I think that changes everything with his mm-hmm. uh, potential in the power play. Because you have to you have to give that respect, but you also have to move and and guide against the bumper or that that quick pass back to the point. So if you if you give him any room to hammer that puck to the net by sliding it through in his forehand over on the the far side, uh, you're you're in big trouble. And that was a marvelous save by Vimelka, who got his blade of his skate on it. Or it's in. Mm-hmm. It defies the body that he was able to track that around as Stone went to slam it. Like Stone scored on plays that weren't as executed as well as that was last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. and just if if teams start to to shadow and play a little shallower down towards Stone then that's going to open up that bumper and that wing. And I, I love what the power play is doing right now. Uh, with Marcia so and, and Riley Smith as the two shot threats uh, on the walls, and you've got uh, Alex Petrangelo on the point. Uh, just that that is really going good. Chandler Stevenson uh, able to play that bumper, and he sees the ice so good. And then the second unit uh, is going great. And uh, I didn't think I'd ever – be able to say that when you're missing two of your best power play guys in Jack Eichel and Shea Theodore. It's it's really impressive what they've done. And part of it's, I'm sure, simplifying a little bit. Uh, Marcheseau being on his one-timer side makes a big difference. When, when Jack comes back and Riley Smith, would you think, would slide back to the second unit, uh, I would love to see what they, they've fiddled with with Jack over on the right wing side. I would love to see that because uh, the, the combination and stacking it up on the left side with Marcia So and his one-timer uh, option, uh, I think is is just has has great potential for the Vegas Golden Knights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it absolutely does. And, you know, you've, you've got Marcia So who's willing to shoot the puck uh, quite a bit. And to me, it's, it's all about puck movement. Like, they have been so quick in their decision-making and and what they're trying to do and where they're trying to go with the puck that it's on and off sticks so quickly that, that, you know, a lot of penalty killers can't get set or the seams are there and the Golden Knights are hitting it at the right time. So when you've got those different looks and you're utilizing really everything that you have, all the different types of plays that you're trying to set up, all of a sudden it becomes really hard to defend and that's why the Golden Knights have been so good on the power play of late. Yeah, the, going back uh, to the Islander game, uh, it's that's three straight games of outstanding puck movement. Haven't scored mm. in all three games on the power play, but it has looked exceptional. You go to the Winnipeg game where they they scored a couple of man advantage goals. It it was a different execution. Like it, it, they didn't score by zipping it around that game. That was Marcheseau. Hammering the puck and then and then getting a what was a bit of a seeing eye shot that 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 went through, um, and I love it when that happens. But uh, I'm not sure that's maintainable in that in that way. Uh, the one timer is for sure, but uh, but mm-hmm. the the shot uh, option uh, just, just being static, dusting it off and, and taking it. The the three games at home that that we've watched, uh, it's. It's entertaining, like jaw dropping, where you're looking at mm-hmm. it, and and we it's called a Fletcher cam. I don't know why it's called a Fletcher. It must be named after somebody. <laughs> uh, but that camera that that sits on the glass behind the net, 
It's yeah. it's one of my favorite shots, and and for directors, uh, when when somebody's on a, it happens more when a team's on a five on three, they'll stay on that shot, that camera, and and give you the end zone look, uh, looking over the the goaltender's shoulder. Uh, but mm-hmm. when we when we rolled in a bunch of is from the last three games going into last night and showed Mark Stone's net front uh, presence and how he he when he's screening the goaltender and then slides off and takes it either powers it home or sends it back to the point uh, from that angle. Uh, they they've got a lot of stuff going in their favor with that group right now. Yeah, you're you're spot on there, and you know to me it's it's we I've talked about puck movement, I've talked about Mark Stone net front, what he's able to do, and and just the presence that he has down low. But but he's also been just an absolute beast, and so have the Golden Knights in, in particular in recovering pucks. Like they have they have had a lot of extended time in the offensive zone with the man advantage. You're it's hard for a team to get a zone clearance, let alone uh, get everybody off the ice. And, and I think the Golden Knights have been incredibly good at, at kind of hunting down those pucks when they have second and, and setting up second and third opportunities on the man advantage. Daniil Mirmanov has got a lot of praise for his work yeah. in the power play. And, and it's, it's well earned because of his ability to uh, patrol the top and, and move that puck. And there's always movement uh, with him. Uh, I love Marcheseau on his one-time option. Uh, that That's where he's normally been uh, before he came to the Golden Knights. But, and you wouldn't understand why, uh, because he's got that shot. Riley Smith has been able to put pucks in uh, from, mm-hmm. from his option. But the, the thing that I believe makes it all click is Stone. And I know I love this swinging it around in the power move. Uh, that that gets me going. But they're scoring a ton of goals with him screening the goaltender and that net front presence. And that's a hard thing to do or to get somebody to do. And he's not just he's not tipping puck. He did last night. I know, but it's not just that part of it. And it's really just taking the eyes or the attention away from the goaltender and the two defensemen. Like the the Islander game, uh, a great screen. Uh, then later on, he he was actually behind the goaltender when Riley Smith scored. He mm-hmm. but but Mayfield was all over him and couldn't clear a puck away, and as a result, that puck uh, ended up on the stick of Riley Smith, and and Riley slams it home. If if the dedication or the uh, determination of Mark Stone isn't there. That puck is easily cleared out. And then you get to all the other attributes uh, that he has with his hand-eye coordination. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. it, it makes me wonder why it hasn't gone that way in the past. And maybe part of that is something to do with uh, their their different look with Mirmanov and Petro uh, up top and, and Marcia So on the sideboards. I, I don't know exactly, but... It's all built around the ability of, of Mark Stone to be able to attract or take away uh, the focus uh, of, of in, one, in one way, you're attracting attention of people. In another way, you're mm-hmm. taking away their focus uh, because of the screen. But he's been, he's been marvelous. And then, and then you got the breakaways and everything else that, uh, that went with this game <laughs> last night. Yeah, it, just all, all the way around for Mark, it, it was one of those games where you're reminded just how elite Mark Stone can be when he's at full strength, when he's healthy, when he's when he's on, and and that was as as close to a 
Barkstone performance, uh, as we've seen all season long, he was dynamite. Did you uh, did you think about it when he was on the breakaway last night about that conversation that we had? But have you ever seen somebody catch Mark Stone on a breakaway? Hey, there there was no chance, no chance no. anybody's tracking him he, down when when he gets behind the blue line. I don't. We know that there's an extra gear in Chandler Stevenson. There's the ability to hit the afterburners with Jack Eichel, but with Mark Stone, he can be in a regular race to the puck. And uh, we were talking about it uh, a little bit with a couple of buddies of mine today. Uh, where, where you look and you go, okay, he's not the, the quickest guy in the world in this race mm-hmm. for the puck. But then he gets a chance for a breakaway, and he will fend <laughs> you off, fight you off, and not allow yeah. you to catch him uh, because the, as if the, the world depends on it. And I, I went through it last night when, when he had those opportunities going, Ryan and I talked about it. You're not catching that guy. Mm-hmm. No, no. And and it's it's almost like it's it's every time that there's a big moment in the game. If he's got an opportunity to pull away when the game is on the line or when there's a big time moment, he always does. And, and it's it's uncanny. It's it's I'm not sure if it's just understanding exactly when to strike and knowing how your body has to be positioned uh, to get yourself free and clear. But whatever it is, Mark Stone's able to do it when. Uh, when he finds himself with an opportunity on a breakaway. I got a quirky uh, way to analyze one of the goals last night because I'm going to take you back in (laughs) in a sequence that's just going to make you go, why does your brain work like that? Not like quite like Chapman throwing snowballs or footballs (laughs) to a snowman, but you're going to wonder, why why does your brain work that way? Uh, We've got that uh, coming up. Uh, That's a heck of a tease for you. Uh, We've also got our game ranking uh, from last night and the victory over the Arizona Coyotes. What does that mean to the team going into the final game before the Christmas break? And news and notes with one-timers in hour number two. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Jason's a girl, lights the menorah. While you read trade rumors, Jacob Chikrin reads the Torah. Guess who eats the bagel with a schmear of cream Oh, we found it on lots. Twitter today, buddy. Nice. That's right, you yeah. guessed it. Well done. Uh, John Shannon is with us. Uh, sorry we're late, John. I was just very excited in the f- previous block about uh, <laughs> the four-goal third period and scoring five goals at home last night. <laughs> well, it was about time this team started to score some goals again. Been waiting for a little bit. I mean, they, they've been better lately with the uh, the offensive side of the game, and certainly uh, defensively, uh, they've, they've turned it up a notch in the last three games, and it kind of came together last night. Yeah, but don't you think, I mean, teams... You know, this is a long season, um, and teams go through swoons. I mean, look at Pittsburgh, look at St. Louis. You know, win three, lose three. Win five, lose six. Win seven, lose four. Uh, you know, Vegas needed to go through some sort of swoon at some point. Um, that you know, the home record was uh, was, was something that you know, was a bit of a, a mark. But you know, at the same time, this team was so good on the road. That you, uh, you 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 figured something had to happen, particularly over such a long season. Well, it's an optical illusion, really. You the home record was below five hundred before last night, and there is concern 
but the overall standings showed that Vegas was number two in the National Hockey League. Well, and and that, and that's what I mean. That you know, I mean, is this team that good on the road? I mean, what what do they do on the road that's so vastly different than at home? And it, it, there's no such thing as 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 road ice advantage, or at least there hasn't been in my career. You know, that's not something we talk about very often. But right now, that's something the, the Knights should be taking advantage of. John Shannon's with us, the former executive producer of Hockey Night in Canada and now the co-host of the Bob McCowan podcast on the VGK Insider Show. You know, it, when, it, when talking kind of specifically about the Golden Knights, and, and I pointed this out to Darren yesterday on the show, that, you know, the Golden Knights start 13-2, and two, and then the next stretch of 20 games, they're 10-9-1. and one. Um, it, Where is this team realistically? Like, it, we know that they're maybe not 13-2, and two, but they're probably better than 500, or are they, is it just somewhere in the middle for this Golden Knights team? Well, I think you, I, I think you have to look at it, and you know that segmentation, Ryan, is is probably mm. fair. But I think that goes back to how long this season is, and and what happens, and then you know you know the day, the games that Petrangelo missed. Uh, what kind of factor was that? You know, how many injuries still are out there? I would I would still put Vegas in the top eight in the league, hmm. just from the point of view, um, you know. And I and I, I guess I'm doing that with Jack back in the lineup, but I, I would put them there simply because they they have that tenacious ability to come back, even if they have had some uh, some adversity. You know, they're watching watching Mark Stone last night. I don't think there's a player in the league. I, I, I truly believe this. I don't think there's a player in the league that plays with the passion and intensity of Mark Stone. And I think that, I think that rubs off on everybody, and I think that's why the, you know, the, they don't get into huge funks. Um, at least when they're healthy, they don't get into funks. And I, I think that's a lot to do with what the captain does. Yeah, it was a captain moment, and when I say captain moment, I mean uh, across the board in the sport. We, we know great leaders who have worn that letter on the front of their jersey. That just oozed one of those memorable nights that your leader puts you on uh, his shoulder and says, let's go. Yeah, yeah I, I think it was, it, it was the goal where he stood in front of the net. I think that was his second goal of the night, if memory serves me. Um, uh, and, and just his his emotional um, uh, exuberance after the puck went in the net just said, "Hey, you know, every every guy on that bench should just you know hold on and and go for the ride with him because he was you know he was there was no way they were going to lose last night at that point." Ryan, you know I I guess when you when you kind of factor in that performance from Mark Stone and you know the the other question I would you know, venture to say that right now the Golden Knights have is going to be getting maybe another level out of Logan Thompson and Aiden Hill. And Bruce Cassidy's kind of talked about needing saves in certain situations and wanting to push a little bit more competition. Uh, do you do you view that as a, a positive for both Logan and Aiden? Well, I think anything in goal right now with this team is a positive. Uh, simply, mm-hmm. and, and, and the answer is really multi-level. I think we talked about this you know, three weeks ago when I was on, um, you know, they the Golden Knights pay less money right now 
for goaltending on their roster than anybody else in the National Hockey League. I think it's just over $3 million. Uh, mm-hmm. By comparison, a team like um, Florida pays $13 million for Spencer Knight and Sergei Bobrovsky. Uh, Edmonton just signed uh, Stuart Skinner to a contract. They're at uh, $7.6 million. And I'll tell you what, I, I would like, you know, the, the, the Thompson-Hill combination has been more effective than those guys, and they it costs a heck of a lot less which allows you to spend a bit more money somewhere else if you have to, um, at least while Robin Leonard's on IR for the, the year. So, so from that perspective, what I would say is, I, and I, I've always been surprised at this because I like Hill as a goalie. I, um, mm-hmm. The balance will probably change for me because I think that there was a, a real reliance on Logan Thompson. You guys are closer to this than I am. But I was surprised how much Thompson played versus Hill. And I would now not be surprised, in order to give Hill a break, too, that Hill contributes more and, and gets more starts. Wouldn't you think? Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. And it certainly looks like it's trending in that direction. And I, I, I'm not going to call it a, a wall, but Logan Thompson's at a point in his career that he's never been before. Right. And might just need to, a, a reset of different levels, uh, whether it's uh, a middle reset or uh, just a minor tweak uh, with Sean Burke, but uh, he's he's never played this much or been through a National Hockey League the season like this. No, and, and, and by the way, I mean, to have Sean Burke as part of your coaching staff, yeah. oh my goodness gracious, what a, uh, what a bonus that is. Um, you, I, Darren, you and I, I think I've talked about this over the years that we've been together uh, there, there is a goaltending tree, just like there's a coach's tree and a manager's tree in the in the NHL. Like George McPhee is a disciple of Pat Quinn, you can hear and see Pat Quinn disciples all over the league. Um, well, Sean Burke uh, is a disciple, and yet is one of the best and biggest disciples, and has has created influence amongst other goalies in the NHL and, and success. You looked at the success Mike Smith had, that you know. That goes back to Sean Burke. You looked at the success that Devin Dubnik had. That goes back to Sean Burke. Carey Price needed to be a, to, to have an adjustment a couple of years back when they went to the Stanley Cup Final. That was Sean Burke. Sean Burke's influence in the game uh, from a goaltending perspective is immeasurable. And to be able to, 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 to nab him and get him into the system is a, was a brilliant move for this organization. And it will, it will pay off for, for years. And it will pay off beyond these two goaltenders too. I, I dare I say, I, I mean, I think that I think when you know when Robin comes back, Robin will be better because Sean's around, and that's a, those are positive things. Hey, uh, there's a new branch too uh, on the Schaumburg coaching tree. I don't think I'm speaking out of line here because it was on Instagram. His little fella got his first start last night. Tried tried playing goal last night. Uh, I haven't heard how it went. <laughs> but but uh, Sean's uh, had had a son that's uh, played junior in college and uh, and, yep. and and gone through pro camps uh, already, and this is uh, his youngest, and uh, so we we may be looking at the start of another one. Oh my God! Yeah, you know, but, but and and, the, and Sean Sean's a disciple of a guy uh, Benoit Lair, yes, who is the goalie coach uh, for the New York Rangers, and prior to being with the Rangers, he was with the Coyotes, uh, and obviously had influence on Sean there. Uh, and all all Benoit has done is uh, Henrik Lundqvist made him better. 
Shesterkin made him better. Georgiev made him better. You know, so Sean's in really good company and has had uh, had influence, positive influences on him that he's now spreading and giving to others, and that, that's kind of cool. Hey, before we uh, go, what are you hearing about uh, the weather impacting games? I know there's been a couple of uh, games impacted. Uh, do you think we'll see any more? Because this is nasty, what's happened across the continent. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I, I know the Buffalo game on Friday night has been impacted. Uh, Ottawa's Friday night game has been impacted. I, I will tell you, um, we're supposed to be right in line with this weather uh, pattern, and I just finished walking my dog and was almost 45 degrees here in Toronto today, uh, which is rather warm for three days before Christmas. So um, it's it's one of those things where uh, I will believe it when I see it, and I'll probably wake up to see it. Uh, but when you when you think I was listening earlier today. When you think that the the temperature in Denver dropped 61 degrees Fahrenheit in 12 hours, wow. it went from 50 to minus 11. That to me is remarkable, and you have to think that there'll be a couple of other games we'll be looking at. Mind you, the schedule maker moving two games is nothing compared to what he had to do exactly two or three years ago with COVID. So this you, you brought now. up what was that temperature that it got to? Uh, when, when in, here in Toronto? No, when it dropped down in Denver. De- minus uh, uh, 11 below zero. 11. So we had the debate in our office today, and uh, <laughs> I know we got to go, but, uh, but my, my buddy Empire, uh, she was talking about uh, temperatures, and she called it negative 11. I said, it's not negative 11. Yeah. And if you're, if you're out for two goals against, it's not negative two. It's minus. So we went back and forth. She's, uh, she's on the uh, younger side, so she's hip and she's cool and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, uh, no, it, I'm, I'm trying to groom the, the future here, John. Well, you are, you're, at least you're in a country where you don't have to convert. See, yes. I live in a country I still have to convert. Because so. we are have you, two measurements. I know, it's, uh, the Celsius side. We have Celsius and Fahrenheit. Or is, when you were in school, in middle school in Las Vegas, it was called centigrade, but now it's Celsius. <laughs> there are times when I, I can't grasp the Fahrenheit, like what that really means, and I convert it, so I, it, it means more to me. Uh, I'm old uh, enough that we, we, were, we were in Fahrenheit when I was a kid, so 72 was a beautifully nice, comfortable temperature. Well, uh, when you said old enough, uh, we had the big debate yesterday because Ashley Vice called me old on the uh, television broadcast earlier this week. Well, you know what? That Ashley's getting wiser and wiser in <laughs> her old age. <laughs> uh, I didn't get the the, uh, the Shannon Christmas card. What what happened? Uh, am I off the list? No, it's coming. Okay. You know, it's it's it, it was on the way. It, the the uh, you, you might if you if you don't have it by tomorrow, I will uh, make sure that uh, you get the electronic version. Because I, I love that, uh, the one of the great Christmas cards of all time. My, uh, my wife calls it the anti-Christmas card. Well, she's married to a man who called his book Evolve or Die. Yeah. So <laughs> you guys have a very festive environment around your house. Uh, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> uh, as, as she sits in another part of the house and I'm sitting down here watching Hawks. <laughs> you know what we call that? A happy marriage. <laughs> hey, listen, have a Merry Christmas. And for those of you who are lighting candles for Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah. And uh, it's, it's uh, always great to talk to you guys. I love you, buddy. You're the best. Enjoy the day. Ryan, keep smiling and tell Chris he's doing a hell of a job back there. <laughs> Fantastic you, stuff. You Thanks did. so much, John. <laughs> Thanks, Cheers. John.
uh, John Shannon, <laughs> the former executive producer of Hockey Night in Canada, twice over, and the co-host of the great podcast, uh, the Bob McCowan podcast. Uh, we'll be back to set things up for hour number two on Fox Sports Las Vegas. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. How's that happen? Walking home from our house Christmas Eve. Why not give her a ride? You can say there's no such thing as Santa. But as for me and Grandpa, we believe. Right, I bet your grandma didn't believe it until she'd been drinking too much eggnog. Oh. Hey, uh, <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys uh, dabble into the eggnog? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, <laughs> I'm like one and a half glasses, maybe one, and then I'm done. But you gotta, have, you gotta get mm. at least a little bit of it going. Uh, John Shannon, has he not been the ad of the year on the VGK Insider yes. Show? Yeah, just yeah, the level question. of analysis with him. He watches all the games, east, west, uh, coast, uh, north, south, uh, everywhere in between, and he's got the credibility. And he and he gives you guys the gears. I love it when he is all over you guys. Well, he's not all over us. Yeah. He's all yeah, over gives, you. Gives us yeah. the gears. Well, wow, the show. Yeah, he's he's sure. all over the show. Yeah. Well. He, no, he, no. All, no. All over you. <laughs> no. Don't 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 lump us into your uh, your uh, madness there. I told him. I said the guys like it when you uh, give me a shot or two. He's like, uh, I yeah. can do that again. I'm really good. <laughs> this music in the background plays us out in the hour number one. I haven't quite figured it out though. Well, like, you got ten it, seconds when it really hits, and I gotta go. <laughs> but then there's this big twang right here. That's and the then end. I know hour number two. Of the VGK Insider Show is coming up.